narcissist has a desire deep down of bringing down other people in a way that they feel brought down. And that leads to extremes. According to Kilduff's research, people were working inhumane hours, often seven days a week, on the temple's various programs. At the temple itself, members were forced to confess to fabricated crimes for which they would be given vicious beatings. Ex-members asserted even children were being abused in this way. According to their descriptions, Jones was a classic cult leader, using spirituality to exert power psychologically and sexually over his cult. Cults share certain defining characteristics. In a cult, leaders recruit members through deceptive techniques that rob them of their identity and individuality. Experts have termed these techniques thought reform. Thought reform is a systematic effort which has two stages. One is the breakdown stage with heavy confession and a, a breakdown of one's own psychic integrity. And then there's the second stage, which is re-education, trying to remake a person into a new person. The term brainwashing is a popular term describing what's classically called a thought reform program. And all those terms mean that a person or an organization has put into place a coordinated program of coercive influence and behavior control. See, the word cult refers to the relationship between the followers and the leader, in which the leader is all powerful. And then the way the leaders, as we say in psychology, shape the behavior, make the person adopt the policies and attitudes, is done through a thought reform program merely puts into place ways to get you to put your old value system aside and make your decisions based on what you know the cult leader wants and will reward. But you're still making decisions, but you're making them in the context of what will keep you from getting in trouble and what will get you rewards within the cult. But brainwashing doesn't make a zombie. Narcissistic parents run the dysfunctional family like a cult leader. Parents who have a narcissistic personality disorder or a cluster B personality are consistently seeking source supply, which does not exclude his or her own children and other family members. Grooming children who are often seen by the narcissistic parent as a safe victim becomes very tempting and easy to do. Most parents with a cluster personality see his or her children as property to be used as a lifelong source supply. The cluster personality parent having a strong sense of entitlement plays a huge part in him or her proceeding to use their family as a source supply in order to maintain the false self-image. Very often, parents who either have a narcissistic personality disorder or they have a cluster B personality what often happens is that they will groom their children either to develop a narcissistic personality disorder or a cluster personality, or they're going to groom that child to become a person who grows up to behave codependently. Narcissists have a sixth sense about 
which child to choose to be a safe victim for their supply. So what the narcissist does is they break that child down more by molesting them, molesting them. Female narcissists usually have a very strange relationship with their sons while seemingly choosing to uh, their daughters to scapegoat. To you, the details of this story are graphic and they are disturbing. Today, we are learning that more charges are likely against the Grant County mother accused of raping her own children and a two-week-old infant she was babysitting live on a webcam. Pamela Ortega told police she performed sex acts on these children. This is the mother now charged with child rape of her own children, accused of performing sex acts on her eight-year-old daughter and six-year-old son, as well as a two-week-old infant. This is male and female narcissists alike. This is why they use the sex as a weapon. They don't use sex as a means of celebrating a union with someone else. They don't, you know, use sex as a means of having a, uh, or to obtain uh, intimacy with someone else. No, they do this. They use sex as a weapon, period, because their predatory senses are heightened during sexual enter the course. So you are definitely doing a dance with them. So when you enter that course, yes, you are definitely going through something on a spiritual, emotional, and even a psychic level. Person who has a predatory nature looks upon children as safe victims who do not have others around him or her, which will intervene in them being preyed upon. I think Jones, by and large, had a benign and, and, and positive image. I don't think most people knew him real well, but publicly, if you asked any political leader or social leader, they said, yeah, he's a good guy. I didn't know that he was having sex with everybody. It's easy to see now, but you don't think that the leader is, um, is not. So in the cases of a dysfunctional family headed by one who has a narcissistic personality disorder or who is a cluster B personality. Often what is happening is that since the cluster B personality and or narcissist is always scoping for supply, they're always seeking to obtain supply, what better group to obtain supply than their own family? And other people look at, upon that family and have no idea the horrors that are going on behind closed doors use denigration and ridicule and humiliation as a control mechanism in the following way. In the cult, it has become your new family. And your whole status in this new family depends on them liking you and treating you nice. And if the leader keeps making fun and showing that you're a dope and that you just are a bad person, then you're so humiliated all the time and you're going to keep working trying to get in his graces and try to get some praise from the other people so that in a rather harmful way it's used as a motivator it's not a health producing mental health producing motivator but within those tight controlled confines it's used to show the leader is so pure, so above it all, so powerful, and you are this lowly follower. Are to carry the burdens, misfortunes, the ills, the consequences for all wickedness and poor choices 
of other family members within the dysfunctional families. Now guys, that's, I don't know about you, but I say that is a very tall order and it is a very wicked and satanic order. That is a horrific thing to say the least to put upon any child. However, it is my opinion folks that this is one of the main reasons why a certain child is pinpointed to be scapegoated within a dysfunctional family. It is so they can carry all the burdens, everything that is unpleasant within the family. And I don't care if we're going back generations. That one child is to carry it all. Those who have a dark personality or a dark triad, such as Machiavellian, psychopathic, and narcissistic all roll into one, can attempt to lead a group or following into ruin simply by grooming or priming them. Once a person has been primed or groomed to adopt a particular mindset or mentality by someone with a dark personality, it can then become a waste of time and energy to attempt to reason with him or her. There's a false narrative at play, and perhaps false narratives become a strong component of a script that has been given by them or given to them by a person who has not only a dark personality, but predatory aims. This script is not to be flipped or rewritten unless it is a convenience to the narcissistic personality or some other dark personality type. False narratives often reflect a perspective of his or her reality, yet lacks merit. Perhaps there are some narcissists who lead groups, develop an obsession, fixation, or a personal mission to get others to adopt or accept their false narratives. Cult leaders who have dark personality types will often refer to themselves not only in the third person, but as some world-famous personality, prominent figure, or world leader. There's a long history of cults and their members that often reflect thought reforms, programming, tactics, and other cultic processes that end up requiring what's called deprogramming by experts who specialize in assisting ex-cult members to regain a sense of life. Unfortunately, there are some components, there are more components that consist of cults, which are safe victim, Svengali-like tactics combined with shape-shift tendencies, recruitment of those who play dysfunctional roles, such as flying monkey, enabler, scapegoat, and bully, misuse of energy transferences, misuse of female-male relations, misuse of proactive or procreation of energies, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, so there could be a misusage of male-female relations, misusage of energy transferences. There can also be a misusage of the procreation energy transferences. For example, there may be a tendency for the cult leader or a person with a dark personality 
to perceive women as girls and girls as women. Dark triad, dark personality types such as psychopathic and narcissistic. Malignant traits like overt and covert are common. Dark triad, this personality right here often reflects that of a Machiavellian, psychopathic, and narcissistic all roll into one. Sometimes the dark triad is a person who has, well, sometimes the dark triad is reflected in a person who may be a cult leader. There are many who are susceptible to falling prey to cult leaders or groups who have dark personality types running it. Cult members often display signs of experiencing an identity crisis while their cult leader attempts to gain at their expense by committing identity theft and perhaps engaging in various other crimes with a sleight of hand. Cult members are often primed or groomed to not only speak in code, but to perform various hand signs, gestures, and to function in formation, all while possessing a hive, herd, and cave mentality. Dark personality types such as narcissistic personality often will attempt to invoke a sense of shared doom, karma, or, conse or consequences for narcissistic behavior, criminal activity, immortality, or other dysfunctional behavior patterns, as if to imply that we're all in this together. Unfortunately, those who are emotionally invested in the group, the cause, or the narcissistic cult leader might feel a strong sense of obligation to protect the cause and the narcissist while undergoing a constant test of loyalty. Dark secrets are kept at all costs. Covert narcissism is the ultimate silent treatment for this reason alone. The imaginary contract that the cult leaders often have for their members are some of the most diabolical, unrealistic terms. Many don't know to inquire about the bottom line or the fine print of these imaginary contracts. Narcissistic personality will often be about the control and they will avoid meaningful connections to others. Conflict between link and connection is often at play in narcissistic relationships and cults. Linking is a manipulative tactic used by narcissists while connections are often proven to be missed opportunities to experience intimacy with others. Narcissistic personality who seduces with swag, thirst traps, and word salads are those with the darkest of personalities and often can play the priming game like a cold grandmaster chess champion. Never without their trick bag of abracadabra, it is best that one never underestimates just how far a narcissistic cult will prime others to achieve their objectives. By learning how to spot the signs of priming, grooming, and narcissism, it can be proven to become a real game changer.